Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number six of the Property Magic Podcast, in which I'm going to share with you how you can save literally tens of thousands of pounds off your next property purchase. Now, this is a secret that took me 11 years to learn. You see, I started to invest in 1995 and all of my purchases were via estate agents and I tried to buy at auction as well because I thought there might be some bargains there. Now, I did find some great deals over that time. But everything changed for me in 2006 when I learned this secret from a guy called David Price, who I met at one of my property investor network meetings in Birmingham. Now, David lives in Leeds, but he would come to the Birmingham PIN meeting every month because he would get so much value from it. And that's a four hour round trip, but he'd come every single month. And I learned from David that he was investing in Durham. And he was buying approximately one property every month that was 30% below the market value. Yes, I said 30% BMV, below market value. Now, when I first heard this, I must admit, I kind of thought, well, that doesn't sound possible. It sounds too good to be true. And is it ethical? And is it even legal? And then David explained the secret to me. And the secret is to buy for motivated sellers. So what is a motivated seller? Well, I talked about this in the last episode, number five of the Property Magic podcast, when I explained the five golden rules of property investing, number one of which is always to buy from motivated sellers. So you should listen to that episode if you've not already done so. Anyway, just here's a a quick recap on what is a motivated seller. So it's someone for whom the speed and certainty of that sale is more important than the amount of money they're going to get from the transaction. What that means is they're more flexible on the price and or the terms of the sale. Now, it's important to understand that the vast majority of people who are selling a property are just not motivated. They want to get as much as they possibly can for that property, and they're prepared to wait until someone comes along and gives them the price they want. So these are not the people to buy from. We're looking for the really motivated sellers. Now, just a word of caution here. I think it's important to say that it's very important that we are ethical here. We're not looking to take advantage of people. We are looking for people with a problem that we can solve and come up with an ethical win-win. So it works for them and it works for us. Now, I must admit, I really struggled with this concept when I first heard it. I think most people do as well, because I thought, well, hang on a minute. You know, if people are selling their property for less than it's worth, um, they're not getting the full value. Surely they are losing out. Is that really fair? And I think it's important to kind of put yourself in their shoes and really understand it from their point of view. They've got a problem. They want a solution to that problem. And if you can give them what they want, they're far more willing to work with you and give you what you want. Now, most people think this sounds far too good to be true. And why on earth would someone do that? Why would someone sell their property for less than it's worth? And to help explain this, I'm going to tell you, uh, give you a great example of someone who's now a very good friend of mine. He lives in Bournemouth, a guy called Tony Law. 
And Tony was, uh, he read my book, Property Magic, and he thought, this all sounds great, but I just can't believe that people would really sell their property for less than it's worth. And it's partly because Tony would never do that, and most people would never do it. And Tony actually uh, felt so incensed about this that I was making these claims in my book that people were buying property at such a big discount. He actually came to one of the large property investor shows in London that I was exhibiting and speaking at. And he kind of came up to the stand and he, he was very polite about this, but he, he did want to challenge me. And he came up to me and said, hi, Simon, my name's Tony. Um, you know, I must say I've read your book and, and I really love it. It's great. But but I just really struggle to, to understand or, or even believe that people would really sell their property below market value. Now, I think Tony expected me to kind of start arguing with him and tell him, yeah, there are motivated sellers everywhere, which I believe is true, by the way. But instead I did this. I said, ah, oh, that's interesting, Tony. Where do you live? He said, well, I live in Bournemouth. It's a very affluent part of the country and I really can't see that anybody would be prepared to sell their property below market value. To which I responded, you know what, Tony, you're absolutely right. And in fact, when I rewrite the next edition of my book, I'm going to put a little note in there that says this works everywhere in the country apart from Bournemouth. And Tony looked at me a little bit surprised, kind of thinking, what are you talking about, Simon? And I went on to say, that's right, Tony. You see, in Bournemouth, there's never been anyone who's got into financial difficulty. There's never been anyone who's got divorced. There's never been anyone who's had to relocate for work. There's never been anyone who's actually died in Bournemouth. And he looked at me and then he got it. He realized that he was just thinking about his circumstance and he was a successful business person. He would never sell a property below market value. And he realized that if he put himself into other people's shoes and understood their circumstance, well, yes, there might be some people who have reasons why they might be able to sell their property for less than it's worth. And maybe someone bought a property many, many years ago and it's gone up in value. So although they're not selling it for the full market price right now, they might still be getting more than they purchased it for. So actually, maybe they're not really losing out. And what they're getting is a solution to their problem. Now, you've also got to think very carefully about this. A lot of people think, well, OK, this is going to be just people who are in financial difficulty at the bottom end of the social ladder. That is not correct. It's a dangerous assumption. Um, let me give you another example. So one of my business partners, a guy called Hanif Khan, who's a, a serial entrepreneur, very successful investor. He recently bought an apartment in Birmingham, where we both live, from a very successful businessman. Now, this businessman is a, a well-known household name. I won't say who it is, but you will have definitely heard of this person. Anyway, um, this businessman had this property. It was worth about 150000 He had no mortgage on it. And something happened in his business, and he desperately needed £100,000 to put into his business to save his business. So Hanif knew this person and was able to buy this property for £100,000. It was worth one hundred and fifty. pounds Hanif bought it for 100000 in cash because he was able to buy it in a week. And for this business person, the fact he was losing £50,000 of equity was not as important as getting the £100,000 to save his business. Many successful business owners, they're making money and they reinvest some of the profits from their business into property, which over the long term goes up. So it's a great thing for successful business people to do. And in that situation, a business person might decide, you know what, I'd rather save my business and sacrifice a property and I can always go and buy more property in the future. 
Um, another example is one of my clients who's a very wealthy lady. She had a big IT business that sold, sold for many, many millions of pounds. Um, she wanted to buy a property in central London for her to live in as her own home. And she knew the area pretty well. She'd been watching the market very carefully. She was doing what we taught her to do on the Mastermind program. And she found a property that was on the market for £7 million. So she's pretty wealthy. And she was able to buy this for £5.5 million three weeks before the Brexit referendum in 2016. So that's a £1.5 million discount, 21% in central London, just because this seller was so motivated. She was panicking about what might happen to property prices if the referendum was that we were going to leave Europe, which obviously that was the result that came out. And my client picked up this property at a massive £1.5 million discount. So this works at the bottom end of the market. It works at the top end of the market. It works in all social classes. There are motivated sellers everywhere. In case you're thinking, well, OK, Brexit was a one off. I purchased the property in London. And London's not my area. I purchased it from someone who passed me a lead and it was 27 percent below the true market value. And the delight, the seller was absolutely delighted to get rid of the property. So let me tell you about the very first property that I purchased from a truly motivated seller. And this was a property that I purchased well below market value. And I didn't even find this seller, by the way. This was a lead passed to me from someone else who I'd met at one of my London property investor network meetings. Now, this particular investor was advertising in the national press and he was getting hundreds of inquiries coming through to him every single week from motivated sellers. And he was only interested in buying in London and the surrounding areas. So anything that was outside of London, he really wasn't interested in. And he'd come to his network meeting to find some people who he could pass these leads to. And I met him and I said, yeah, I'll be really interested in anything in the, the Birmingham area. So this investor called me and he had some leads um, up north, as he called it. Now, it wasn't really up north. It was in Birmingham, Nottingham, etc. And he gave me these leads and, and they were people who were motivated, but they weren't in his area. So he really wasn't interested. So I called these people up, arranged to go to their property to speak to them. And I went to this property in Nottingham, which is not too far from where I live in Birmingham. And it was a, a three bedroom council house. And I sat down with this couple and they were in a terrible situation. You see the gentleman who owned the property, he'd lived there for 20 years initially as a council tenant, and then he had bought the property from the council on the right to buy scheme. And everything was fine until he hurt himself. He hurt his back and he couldn't work. Now, he knew that if he didn't pay his mortgage, he'd lose his property. So he took out some loans to make sure he was paying his mortgage. And actually, he eventually got back into work. And although he could afford to pay his mortgage, he couldn't afford to keep up with the other loan payments. And so he was going to get repossessed. And by the time I sat down with him, he was in a situation where 30 days after that time, the bailiffs were going to come and evict him, his wife and his daughter from their property. Now, he needed to sell this property. He needed to clear not only his mortgage, but all the other debts. And he wanted some cash in his hand as well for, for, the, for the trouble of going through this. But he hadn't put his property on the market. 
he didn't want any of his neighbors to know he was selling because it was a very small estate. He had lived there 20 years. Everyone knew everyone. And his pride was such that he didn't want anyone to know he was in a difficult situation. So he wanted a very confidential service where I was able to buy the property from him and then rent it back to him. Now, you can't do that anymore. It's called sell and rent back. Um, it was a practice that lots of people were doing. Unfortunately, a few people were being unethical. They were buying at a discount. They were saying, hey, you can rent back for as long as you want at a pound a month, which is obviously not sustainable. And then six or 12 months later, they'd put the rent up and kick the people out. So it was very, very unethical. And because of that, the the FCA at the time clamped down and said, you can't do sale and rent back, which is a real shame. It was a bit of a, a, a um, sledgehammer to crack a walnut problem. But actually, it meant we can't do sell and rent back. But at the time, we could. And although Cliff was in financial difficulty, he could afford to pay the mortgage. He could afford to pay a reasonable rent. So I bought the property at a big discount and agreed they could stay there as long as they want and an affordable rent. It was slightly below the market rent. So they were really happy. I used to get a Christmas card every year from them. Unfortunately, Cliff has now passed on and his daughter's now living in the property. But Cliff... And I sat down and, and I said, what do you want? And we added up the mortgage and the arrears and all the other loans. And he wants some cash as well. We added it all up. And I looked at him and said, if I can give you this figure and then you could stay renting it, would you be happy? He said, someone would be del delighted. So we did the deal and I bought that property 36% below the market value. Now, at the time, I was able to buy it for cash and refinance it straight away and get all of my money. I actually get paid to buy that property. That was something else I'd learned that year from a mortgage broker who I'd met at my property investor network meeting. So by pulling the information together from a number of people I met, so I learned from David about these motivated sellers. I learned from this guy, this investor in London who was passing me some of these leads. I learned from my mortgage broker who told me how I can structure a no money down way. This was the first property I bought in this true motivated seller style and i bought lots of these in 2006 i pretty much doubled up my portfolio in a very short amount of time i doubled up the cash flow i was making and a lot of people said to me simon how do you do this and that's when i started the property mastermind program which is basically teaching people how to do this now mastermind has developed you can't do this particular strategy anymore but we changed the program along with the market but the whole essence here is all about finding and helping these motivated sellers People for whom the speed and certainty is more important than the amount of money they get. So they're flexible on the price and or the terms of the sale. So it's really important to, first of all, change your thinking and recognize that actually there are motivated sellers everywhere. If you're like Tony Law down in Bournemouth, thinking that no one's ever going to sell their house below market value, guess what? You are right and you'll never find those people. You've got to understand that they are everywhere. It's then very important to put yourself into their shoes and really trying to understand what's the problem that they are going through. You know, understand their problem. And then is there an ethical solution that you can come up with where you give them what they need and they then give you what you need? Now, a motivated seller is not always about buying at a discount. You might have someone who wants to get rid of a property. They don't want the hassle. They don't want the liability, the responsibility, but actually they don't want to sell at a discount. But they might be flexible to some other creative strategies. So maybe you buy at full price, but they do something called vendor finance where 
they actually give you the deposit. So you just have to get a mortgage on the property. They give you the deposit, which means you don't have to put any of your money in. They'd only agree to that if they're kind of motivated and you might be buying at the full market price. Or maybe you could do something like a purchase lease option. Another fantastic strategy where you can control property without actually buying it, without getting a mortgage, without putting a big deposit in. And yet you can get cash flow and equity growth. That's something I talk about in my book, Property Magic. And we will be covering that in future podcast editions as well. But again, in that circumstance, we might actually pay someone the full market price. So we're not buying at a discount, but maybe instead they're being flexible about when they actually get paid. So just, I want you to open your mind about that. A motivator said it's not just always about buying at a discount. It might be they have flexibility on the terms of the sale. And what this means, if you can find these people and come up with an ethical win-win solution, you could be paying, saving thousands of pounds off not only the next property you buy, but every single property after that. So working with motivated sellers really is the very best strategy. Now, a lot of people say to me, Simon, yeah, but I'm looking for a certain type. I want to find properties I can buy, do up and flip on. Or I want to buy properties I can rent out as HMO, house of multiple occupation or service accommodation. And so rather than focusing on just one strategy, my advice to all my students is get good at finding these motivated sellers. So you can find them, you can attract them to you by marketing and advertising. And in fact, in a future episode, I'm going to talk all about how you actually get these people to come. How do you how do you find them and how do you get to understand what they're looking for? So we're going to cover that in a future episode. But once these people come to you, you get good at finding out what the problem is and you look at the property. So you find the motivated seller first, then you find then you look at the property and say, well, does that property fit the strategy that I want to follow? If it does, great, you can buy that property. If the property is not suitable for you. Maybe it's the wrong location. Maybe it's the wrong kind of value. It's either too much or too expensive for you uh, or too cheap for you. Maybe it's the wrong kind of, just not the kind of property you buy or it doesn't fit your strategy. In that case, you can pass it on to another investor and you can get financially rewarded for that. You can, what we call, you package it up and you sell it to someone else. And you can typically make three to 5,000 pounds for selling a package deal. Now, it's got to be a great deal, obviously. You've got to have added value. There's not a case of you just seeing a property that's listed with an estate agent, telling another uh, investor about that and expecting to get a £3,000 fee. It doesn't quite work like that. You've got to add value. You've got to connect with the seller. You've got to find out what the problem is and even maybe negotiate a deal with them. And then that's something you can package up and sell to someone else. So again, we're going to be talking about package deals in future episodes of this Property Magic podcast. But just for this episode, I really wanted to just dig in deeper and explain the benefits to you of working with a motivated seller. And at the end of the day, we are helping these people. We are coming up with this win-win solution because we're giving them what they want. They in return are giving us what we want, which is often a discount or flexibility on the terms. Now, in the very next episode of the Property Magic podcast, I'm going to share with you how you can find motivated sellers from estate agents. You see, estate agents have a whole load of people who want to sell their property. The problem is most of those are probably not motivated enough. And when many amateur investors, they hear about this idea of buying below market value, 
They go and look for a property they want to buy. They put a cheeky low offer in and not surprisingly, that offer gets rejected. They do it a few times and they think incorrectly, oh, this buying from motivated sellers, buying below market value, it doesn't really work. Well, it does work, but you need to do it in the right circumstances and you need to work with truly motivated sellers. So in the next edition, I'm actually going to teach you how you can get estate agents to find motivated sellers for you. Because out of all the sellers they're representing, out of maybe 100 sellers, there might be four or five who are motivated enough for you to work with. Now, the thing is, most estate agents, they don't understand this. They're, they're very good at selling. They're very good at being experts in their local market. They don't understand about prices and values, but they don't necessarily know what you know as an educated property investor. And to get these agents to bring these deals with you, it's very important that you position yourself with them as a credible buyer. And that's also what I'm going to be teaching you in the next episode of the Property Magic Podcast. So until then, remember, as always, invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property training for free. All of the details are in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.